You are now listening. Okay, look, I'll put it like this. To the Game On Sports Podcast. Okay, you know what? With Jackie Ray and Timmy B. So what's the plan? What's the end? All right, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic, and... Timmy B. Half a day to the CNMI. Uh, half a day, half a day. Make sure you follow me on all things social media at J-Ray the Fanatic or online at jraythefanatic.com. You can follow Timmy B at... Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Timmy B. Okay, yeah. so um, I, I have this whole segment planned out, um, and we're going to try to get mm-hmm. to most of it as we can. Um, we might have to leave some stuff off, but first and foremost, um, I am upset yet again. Um, if you haven't, yeah. if you live under a rock for... for a sports rock. You might not live under a general general rock, but if you live under a sports rock, then you you don't know that today. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. And uh, Jerry Jones. I mean, let me tell you something. Um, and I'm going to say this, and I and I'm going to let Timmy come back at me because I know he's going to want to come back at me. But I'm just going to put this out there yeah. because I want I want you to know that I mean what I'm saying. If you are black and continue your fandom of the Dallas Cowboys. I I have real questions if you understand what's going on in our world, what's going on in our society. And it makes no sense to me. You're not profiting from any sporting event. So when you continue to spend your time and your money on an organization that has emphatically said, we don't give a damn about black Mm -hmm. issues, something's wrong with you. I'm, again, I'm gonna yeah. let, let Timmy, Timmy, Timmy come back on that. But if you don't know Jerry Jones, now the NFL had halted all issues and all all fines, all any kind of when, penalties. When you, just, when, when you thought we had a breakthrough, when, when you, you thought when, we had a breakthrough, yeah, just when you thought people were like, yeah. okay, maybe we handled this wrong. And I get it. I'm not the most mm-hmm. forgiving type, so I own that about myself. But when the NFL backtracked a little bit and said perhaps we didn't handle this right. Then there was mm-hmm. sort of a uh, let me let me not be so quick to judge because it, I mean it's one thing to get it wrong it's right. another thing to double down on it and say no we're right, right. Um, so for them mm-hmm. to come back and say no we didn't handle this right so for right now we're owning that we didn't handle it right and we're gonna halt everything right. we told y'all was gonna happen Jerry Jones right. takes right. this moment this this silver lining in this dark racist cloud that is hovering Mm. over the NFL and doubles down. Not only does he say you will have to go out on the field and stand during the national anthem, you don't have the option of staying in the locker room. He has said he is going to continue his support of Papa John's. And we know Papa John's has a racist background. (laughs) So everybody knows that everybody now they should know that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I'm gonna look sideways at every black person I see in a Cowboys jersey next season. I just I just want y'all to know when you get the side eye from me, that's what it's about. I just yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you're gonna get that from me because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take this time to say uh not my owner. Yeah, but people say that about Donald Trump too, like not my president. And I say that all the time well, too. But the fact of the matter is I'm an American. I'm, I'm be on, we still living in this world so i'm gonna still be a cowboy fan it's just the same thing it's like i'm not gonna support what he's what he's on but just i don't support the the things that trump is doing how, how does that it's work the same though? Thing. how does that work though you have to live in america you don't have to be a cowboy fan how does that work 
Well, I, I choose to be a Cowboys fan because I like the sport of football. I mean, every football fan has to think about the same thing that uh, that we're all talking about because the Miami Dolphins owner came out with the same type of uh, gesture that Jerry's doing. Okay, and I'm going to get to him in a second. Well. I'm going to get to him in a second so, because I mean, his double I mean, down is not the, the same. Case, we have to... His double down uh, is not the, the owner. Um, the owner of the Dolphins. His double down is not the same as Jerry Jones's double down, and I'm gonna tell you why. And it's because in 2015, before, well before this was brought to the limelight by Colin Kaepernick, the owner of the Dolphins created an or organization to address racial inequalities within athletics. And he has been doing that since 2015. And he came out and he said, yes, we set this policy, but it was because the NFL told us we had to submit a policy. Um, so he, although I think he was wrong in that, in that stance, he has a track record mm -hmm. that says, I'm from Detroit. I've seen what racism has done in my community because I lived in that community. I created an organization before y'all was even talking about it to to help prevent this i made a mistake so i can i can co-sign on his thing of saying hey i made a mistake um i don't really have a position but i had to submit a position whether or not i believe that in my heart of hearts i his track record makes it easier for me to say perhaps this man did just flat out make a mistake and just say hey let's submit something because we have to right that's not what black jackie yeah. really believes but his track record makes it plausible. Jerry Jones has no plausible background. He has no charities that support inner cities. The only time nah, Jerry Jones support black people is when black people are making him money, which is a slave Did owner's you? mentality. Yeah. Yeah. But see, my whole, my whole thing is this. I'm not expecting Jerry Jones to make any type of changes then. And I'm not going to expect him to make any type of changes now. So, I mean, for, for, and for us to be thinking that it's going to happen, we're going to be the ones that the naive, that's naive about it. I mean, we're just going to have to say it is what it is because Jerry's not going to change that, that vote about what he's doing. So I'm on, I'm on the fence about, about what, about being a fan because of, you know, a lot of people's thoughts, but I'm just going to just support the team and be a Cowboys fan. Like Jerry Jones doesn't even really in my head like every time jerry jones has something coming out on the media i don't even talk about i don't even think about it i don't even want to like even read it because you already know that he doesn't care about his players like I'm, i've been knowing that ever since michael Irvin and you know mm -hmm. emma smith was on the team he does a lot of things where he keeps his players out of the out of the uh you know law enforcement and out of out behind bars and keeps them playing on the field only because like you said before because he wants to have that type of representation for the Cowboys. He wants to have his players do what he says, and anything that happens when they get in trouble, Jerry Jones got their back. Now, uh, like the same thing with Dez Bryant. Dez Bryant had the same type of outcome that Michael Irvin had because of his, uh, I guess say it's number 88. I would no, say no, it's the maybe. same thing. <laughs> it may be the 88. Maybe it's the 88. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, but but with but with Des Bryant, since you know uh, he's he he did he did represent uh, Des Bryant, you know very well with what he did. So he went to bat for his players. But um, when it comes to inner city problems and you know the the black youth and the culture, he doesn't want to go to bat for us. He just wants us to make his money on the field. And in a nutshell, 
that's all I have to say about it. But, you know, the Dallas Cowboy fans are going to be alive and well. We're still America's team. No, the hell you ain't. No, the hell you ain't. No, no, we are I'm America's not, no, the hell team. you ain't. That's how. No, no. because 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 okay. unless if the only way are, that I can co-sign on that now is if you're going to double down and say, hey, America has a racist tyrant and cowboys are following suit. So yeah, now you're America's team if you want to look at it like that. But if you want to think about America and how it's supposed to be, cowboys do not get that title. No, no, absolutely not. Well, then, <laughs> like, well, we, we, Always had it. No, <laughs> no. There's nothing that can change that. Uh, your owner can't. Yeah, I mean, your owner can't. Your can. opinion is fine, but Jerry Jones is is what he is, just like Donald Trump is what he is, and you can you can say he's America's team because look what look at what the nation that we live in. So this is this is on. where this so is I can where... say it, it would be America's team because they follow it just the same as what Trump is following. And this is where I need I need black people to take a moment, and I need you to get it. Because we, as a people, will always remain behind the eight ball if we can find every excuse for them. They give us no excuses. When we exist on the street, it was like, oh, he should have complied. Oh, he made this gesture. Oh, I was afraid for my life. And we will make every allowance, every excuse for that. They make zero excuses for us. None. Our existence is threatening. And until we stop making excuses for them, and until we stop saying, oh, well, yeah, I know the, they did this, but then we should we should just accept our plight in this country. Because if we can't buy, stick together, I'm talking about like gorilla glue, stick together. And say <laughs> and say no more. Are we going to yeah. allow? No, we're not making allowances for your racist stupidity. No, and I'm gonna say this again. I'm not going to because at the end of the day, I still want my brothers out there to make their money. So I'm not gonna say that I want. I'm not, and I and I get that, and I've seen I've seen that floating around in the in the social media world that people want um, the black players to boycott. Um, I, I don't discount that thought process. I'm not saying that at right. all. What I'm saying is right. get your money, but you can still get your money while impacting their money. And I'm saying if you can't do every first Sunday and every first Thursday a day without a black person, because they have no problems making rules and something, rules and fines against you, against things that affect you. So what you going to do? You're just going to not do anything that affects them? That's stupid. That's dumb. And we as fans have to keep, quit saying stuff like, oh, well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan and I can't change anything. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can't as long as you have that mentality. You need to stop buying Papa John's. Don't buy any Dallas Cowboy mer merchandise. Don't watch TV at home to watch the game. If you're out at a bar where they're going to have it on anyway, that's fine. But yes, you can. Stop taking power out of your own hands that you clearly have. We have to get over that mentality and saying, oh, I can't change nothing. Because if that's the mentality we're going to have, then we need to stop marching, stop protesting, stop crying, and just accept our plight in this country. But we got we to gotta pick. We can't do it both ways. We got to pick. On top of that, yeah. I also want to say that we need to start sending our kids to HBCUs. Um, Kayvon Tribodeau, oh, I believe his last name. Kayvon Tribodeau, he is the number one high school uh prospect football player in the country he has dropped hints that he wants to go to a historically black university i'm gonna say this 
Every black person. Say his name one more time. Say his I name one more time. I believe it's Tavon Tribidu. Or, because you know I can't say last names. Let me spell it. It's T H I B O D E A U X. Tribido? Tribido? Tribido or Tribido. Tribido. Okay. Okay. Kayvon Tribido, he wants to go to a historically black college, which I absolutely, absolutely feel he needs to do. Because here's the thing. That's great. You can't keep having a predominantly black league and we go into white colleges. They need to come get us from us. That's what I'm saying. Stop saying. But that. then you know when he gets to the lead, it's not going to be no more of us. But you mean? I mean, as far as what he wants to do, because he knows what he's going to get himself into if he comes to the NFL. I mean, every NFL player or any every college football player has to think about that aspect of it. Think about what? what I, I don't understand your point. I don't understand your point. What's your point? The NFL and, and what they're doing right now with this national anthem thing, they're going to be in that in that type of media to I, where I, they're going to have to act. They're, they're going to have to make a choice to stand or kneel. It's like they're going to, their money is already going to be in the balance. I don't care. Whatever, whichever I, I, team. I, I, I know you don't care, I don't but care. I'm just saying, I'm that saying this is what. No, it has to be a this shift. This is what at they're going to have to face. It, it does not matter. It doesn't matter. The, it has to be a shift. It's an, it's a all. It's an all-black league. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're thinking about the majority of the people that are in the league, it's an all-black league. Stop thinking you have no power when you're the majority. That's the dumbest. You, you want them to get the that dumbest, money, right? Then go, but what does that have to do with him going to a black college, though? Come get us I, from I'm us. Saying, I'm not saying it has nothing to do with. I'm not saying it has nothing to do with the black college. I'm saying go go to a black college. I'm not saying not go. But I'm just saying once he gets drafted by an NFL team, now it changes. No, and see, and this is what I'm saying. That's the mentality that we need to to to. With all due respect, that's that slave mentality that drives me nuts because we out at some point during slavery outnumbered everybody. So if we had said, yo, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold on, we're going to take this shit yeah. over, you know what I mean? We'd be looking at a different America. But instead, we convinced ourselves that we had no power. And, and we and we still doing that. We are still convincing ourselves that even though we are the majority of the league, the majority of the league that is making white people billions of dollars, we are convincing ourselves that we have no power. That's not even mathematically accurate. It's not mathematically accurate. So what I'm saying is don't go into anything thinking you have no power and you just have to assimilate into what they want you to do. No, you are making the money for them. You have power. Stop that thinking. Go to historically black colleges and get your history. That's number one. Half of the assimilation stuff that we do is because we don't know where we come from. We think our history began at slavery, and that's not factual. Go to a historically black college, learn your history, learn your worth, know your power as a black person. So when somebody tells you you have no choice, you know it's a lie and you can act accordingly. This is just this is just getting out of hand. And some of it got to we got to take the onus of it because we just keep saying, well, I don't know what we're going to do. That's that's why we in this situation now, because we're going to have to just we're just going to have to just have our own league. I'm not anti own league. You already know that. But I'm saying until the own league happens, don't think you don't have power in the league that we in now. You are the majority. You make all the money. They don't, they're just they're really just gonna have to not come to a game on Sunday. Like that's that's the that's the final like say that I that I have in my thoughts that every black player in the NFL will should not show up on a Sunday. Just stay home. I agree with that. I agree with that. They should just stay home. I mean that will that will show the these owners that they need them just as much as you know the players need the owners. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
you have to sit and sit down and do do something, you know, have that that gesture, like you said. The, we have a we have a NFL or a football league who is per percentage of what not eighty five I think ninety percent black. Mm -hmm. So I would say stay home, stay home, stay home. <laughs> like I, would I don't. Love, I, would I mean love. I would. I don't, I don't say I don't think any other. Uh, I don't think any other solution would be best mm -hmm. if they just stay home. I would love Jay Z and Beyonce to come out and say they're gonna pay every fine for every player who either doesn't show up to a game or kneels. Like, I would just look. And that, again, that leads and me see, back to what and, I'm and saying. And that's what, would, that's what would be the impact that would have to be made. You know what I mean? If, if every, I would say, if every music mogul or, or every, or mostly like the like the main entertainers of of the uh, music business or mm -hmm. you know, acting business, if they come out and say, we'll pay, you know, this team's fine or we'll pay this team's fine, and they just, you know, branch out and do different teams. Mm -hmm. I think that will make a huge impact too, and say, you know what, we'll, we'll cover the whole experience for the for the whole season. Because every and this is what this is what trips me out. As as much as I hate LeBron going to L.A. and I still hate it. I'm not even mm -hmm. gonna front. I still hate it. I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, pre-ordered some jerseys or whatever just because I go where LeBron goes. <laughs> but okay. I hate the move to LA, and and I don't think LA deserves LeBron because the fans. I, this is a whole other thing. But what I hear all the time, yeah. people say it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than basketball. Why LeBron is going to LA is bigger than basketball. And then I step, you know, I step back and I took a look at that. The things, the entertainment company companies that. LeBron is doing the films that he has in works and the fact that he wants to eventually be a owner, not a minority owner like David Robinson is with the Spurs, but like a majority owner of a basketball team. So I can I can say that. I, and that's probably what made this whole thing easier for me is it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than the Lakers. Right. What I'm saying is right now, this anthem protest is bigger than football. It's all about Definitely. us. It is all about Definitely. us and getting our issues to the forefront. And it's not going to work if we continue to operate it, operating in an assimilated slave mentality that says, hey, can you maybe listen to us? No, we are a majority black league. We making all the money. You are going to listen to us. That needs to be our mindset. And that's how we need to move. And until we start really owning that we have power from my income to Jay-Z's income, then we need to either say, hey, this is just what it is. Or we need to, again, gorilla glue this shit and start making progress together. That's what I'm saying. But we go because I just get pissed off just thinking about it like, oh, Jesus, like, I'm like oh, God, like, I can't. <laughs> this is too much. It's too much. And we are in this hamster wheel of insanity and don't nobody want to get off it. Everybody keep asking, hey, can you slow the wheel down just long enough that maybe we don't get shot? Nah, this shit is stupid. Jump off the wheel. It's stupid. Just jumped off the wheel. Anyway, so let's <laughs> move on to uh, since we on this football thing, Todd Gurley just signed a really nice contract. Um, it's a contract that yeah. I'm pretty sure Le'Veon Bell is upset about. Um, he just signed yeah. a technically it's an extension. Um, he uh, his 2015 contract was four years, 13.8 million, mm -hmm. um, and he still has so for 2018 and 2019 he still has 11 million in guarantees that this new contract is going to absorb that 11 million. So um, right. his new contract is uh, 60 million. It's a four year, 60 million contract with 45 mm -hmm. million in guarantees. Technically, 
since they're assuming that 11 million for the next two years, it's like, I think it's 34 million in new guarantees, but it's still, (laughs) it's still the way his, the way his guarantees break down. Yeah. yeah. The way that they worded it in these numbers and the way that they put stuff together. Yes. And he would still, he would still get, um, 1.5 million more in guarantees a year than Le'Veon, than Le'Veon Bell would get on his contract. So then I kind of right. had to break down the numbers and I was like, okay, is Le'Veon Bell, like, is Todd Gurley worth more, that much more, more than $1.5 million yeah. more a year than Le'Veon Bell? And I mean, the numbers, are, they just, they're too close in the numbers, you know what I mean? So then it, it becomes yeah. like, yeah. how much of an impact does Le'Veon Bell make for the Steelers versus Todd Gurley for the Rams? And that seems fairly equal to me. So yeah, you would. I mean, for I, I I would think that it would be like the they would be at the at neck and neck, like right. Pause. They would be evenly matched. They'd be evenly matched with that. Uh, you know, but I would say one point five million worth. I don't I don't know about that part. That's like, that's a lot. I think yeah, that is a lot. You know, for Gurley being was this his third year in the league? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, this is his third year, so I mean, I don't, I don't know if versus Le'Veon Bell, I, I, I think it would be the valuable uh, way to go would be for for Le'Veon Bell, and he's Le'Veon Bell. I think deserves a little bit more than Gurley. Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon I is say. 26. Um, he's been in the league five years, played 62 games. Todd Gurley is 23. He'll be 24 on August 3rd. Happy birthday. Um, mm-hmm. Played three years, 43 games. Um, so I, I was talking to a friend of mine about it at work yesterday and they were like, yeah, but 1.5 million, I mean, 10 million, 11 million, like it, what's the difference? I'm like, okay, so let's break it down in terms that normal people can understand. Right. So if you're making $18 an hour, right. And, and I come in and I, I'm younger than you. I'm not producing that much better than you. I'm not really doing anything extra than you are doing, but I'm making extra dollar fifty an hour. I'm making nineteen fifty an hour. He's like, oh no, hell no, that wouldn't work. I'm like, exactly. So, so why don't you, why don't you yeah. understand? Break it down like that. Yeah, break it down like that to where it'll be us, 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 the domestic people. Right, right. Because yeah, you know, for me, I'm like, shoot, I'll take that ten million. I ain't mad at ten million, but you know, when you when you break it down like that, then it's like that's not. Yeah. Same. That's I'd be mad as hell. Of course yeah. you would. <laughs> like exactly, exactly. That extra dollar fifty would be like, wait a minute. Yeah, now. hold on now. Hold on. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hold I don't know. Me. I mean, congratulations. I'm proud of Todd Gurley. I think we all knew that he mm-hmm. was going to have this impact. Uh, I definitely think right. he deserved the contract. I don't want it to seem like I don't think he deserves it because that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's, it's just that at this point. Le'Veon would have to deserve more than that. Yeah. Right now. And That's I, all and, we're saying. And I wonder if Le'Veon's gonna become the Kawhi of the NFL now. Because I don't yeah. wanna I don't wanna get hurt, you know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna stay with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Like like if you, this sealed it, I am definitely not <laughs> staying with the Steelers next season, right? Right. But I don't right. wanna I don't wanna 
have any injuries that might lower my stock when I go to another team. So maybe I do mm-hmm. need to call Kawhi's doctors and say, hey, can you say I got some weird ass injury that's going to keep mm-hmm. me in rehab this Man. whole season? <laughs> and, and you know what? Like sidebar on that. Um, Danny Green had uh, has came out and said that um, Kawhi was, you know, probably, you know, really really smart on getting that second opinion because Danny Green played the whole year with the uh with a whole tear in his in one of his um mm. leg, one of his legs instead one of his, his calves. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean there's those second opinion things like that to where, you know, people look would be disgruntled. Le'Veon Bell's looking like Kawhi Leonard right now and looking disgruntled like, wait a minute, you guys yeah. you know I'd be like, hey, my finger hurts. I'm going to get a second opinion. What's wrong with this finger? Let me get a third opinion. What's wrong with this finger? (laughs) Right. I mean, that that goes a long way, you know, uh, about talking to about these medical staffs uh, for these teams. So, you know, Le'Veon Bell did send a tweet out uh, as soon as God, as soon as Gurley signed that contract and was like, you know, and and y'all thought I was tripping. That was quote unquote from Le'Veon Bell. Y'all thought I was tripping. So at first we did, you know, we were thinking that the money that, that, that he was getting was like, all right. Yeah, he took that, but then he's playing more and getting. I mean, he's getting more on the franchise tag. Yeah, he is, so, and that's why. So again, that's that's for one. That's a one year thing, and that, but that's mm-hmm. guaranteed money. I'm sure there's a number of games right. that he has to play to to get that. But I would play them. What if it said if it said I only had to play what eight games to get my money? Trust mm-hmm. come week nine, I got some weird pain in my back. I don't know where it came from. It's just <laughs> it just popped up <laughs> like. In my back, <laughs> like, like all of that. <laughs> oh, you know, some, some, yeah, yeah, because they're gonna start looking at that as soon as that week nine rolls around. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Todd Gurley shout though, Gurley. and and uh, again, yeah. I definitely think it's well deserved. I, I, you earned that money. Uh, I think Le'Veon, you earned it too. I just don't know why you didn't get mm-hmm. it. But uh, now I want to. Steelers playing you. They are. They are. I don't, and I don't know why, but. <laughs> I, yeah. I do want to move on to our little gossip of because this this is an interesting thing to me. I have stayed away from this as long as I could, um, but okay. Lashawn McCoy showed up to training camp today, and because he showed up to training camp, of course, the media was definitely yeah. quick to remind us of his his domestic issues, which I I'll have oh, to be yeah. honest, I forgot about, <laughs> but. Mm. Um, they, yeah, yeah. Shady McCoy was acting shady these last few weeks. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know, like the second they announced he was going to be there, it was like, and don't forget. And I was like, oh yeah, right, I, I did right. forget. I did forget. But mm-hmm. um, the the timeline of this situation is is really interesting. Do you know the timeline of how this thing is playing out with Lashawn McCoy well, and his girl? Yeah, I don't know the actual uh, timeline of, of how long you know this going on or when this happened but i just know that it was uh it was somewhere where Lashawn mccoy wasn't even in the states and uh he he had called his boom to go over to allegedly his, uh, allegedly okay <laughs> let's say all right let's rewind and say allegedly, allegedly <laughs> called his called his goons over uh over and uh, back into the states and sent them over to his girlfriend's house to go get some things and some money so no, and they pistol whipped their beat her up. Supposedly, uh, you know, there was they were looking for Lashawn McCoy, and she didn't uh, let them get any of uh, the money or valuables. And they beat her up. So 
I don't know how long that's been, but I think it was something that stemmed over the course of I think maybe five or six months. Yeah, or so seven months maybe. We can. The the thing is with me, I don't know. I think it was called what's the name of that movie? I think it was called Thin Line Between Love and Hate, where Martin Lawrence uh-huh. was in it and he he dated yeah. this crazy girl. Oh and, man! And there's, yeah, there's her name this, was Brandy. Yes, Brandy. <laughs> and there's this scene uh-huh. where she beats herself with a grapefruit. And then, like, oh, and yeah. then pounds the, and then like, and breaks her arm, breaks, breaks her, her own wrist. arm, does all this. Yeah. And I'm sorry if this isn't really what happened, but the sec, the the more details I get about this case, the more I think that's what happened. I think she did it oh, to you herself. Think it's thin, you think it's thin line? I think she, oh, I think no. she thin lined it. I do, I do, and I'm gonna tell you why. Ooh. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. And I know I always tend to not really. I never take the women in in these situations. I never take their word at first value. And it's because Mm. when you read back through some things, there's always that one little thing that said, well, why didn't you leave then? You know, why didn't you leave then? You know, but she, so here's the funny thing about it. He started eviction action against her a year ago to get her out of his house. So he started eviction action against her June, 2017. Yeah. So a year earlier, and then he restarted it, um, Mm-hmm. In in July of this year, so he started it June 2017, restarted it uh, July of this year. Eviction action. So he tried to get you out the house twice. Um, they were supposed to go to court on July 10th to finalize the eviction. She was probably going to get put out. She asked for a mm-hmm. stay. So then the court was like, "Okay, we're going to push back." So on July 9th, she asked for a stay from the court. So she she nothing was bad in her life that stopped her from going to court to ask for this stay. But she mm-hmm. said her mom had taken ill and she couldn't be in court July 10th. So they pushed it back to August 14th. July 10th is when people broke into mm-hmm. the house and pistol whipped her, whipped her and took back jewelry that she proclaimed LaShawn McCoy had been asking for her to give back anyway. Then okay. her friend comes out with this tweet or this Instagram post that says this. And this is why I think she thin-lined it. She said, you know, I stayed qu- we stayed quiet, we, as in her friend and mm-hmm. uh, Dilcia or whatever this ex-girl's name is. We okay. stayed quiet when you beat your dog. We stayed quiet when you beat your children, your son. Um, but we won't stay quiet now. So here's the thing. If you if he tried to kick you out twice, you see him abuse a dog, you see him abuse his yeah. son, and you stay. Um, you need to go ahead and just be, keep on being quiet. Yeah, because a whole lot of tweets were going around saying that same thing. You know from what I mean? Who were getting that story? Like, okay, you waited until he beat you up, right. To go say something, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, that, he tried to kick little, you out twice. He tried to kick you out yeah. twice. So my head says yeah. she went to court knowing she was going to get kicked out on the 10th. So mm. she got that stay to August 14th. And then she mm. called because there's no forced entry. Right. So mm. how they get in yeah, and how, how they get in with you and your homegirls there. Somebody, nobody right. could get the drop on these dudes. Nobody. And, and then I thought it was yeah. dudes. It was one dude. It was one dude. Oh, it just, he just sent one person over It's there. just one. I thought it was goons like you did. Yeah, but I thought it was goons too. It, the the, it the okay. report that I read after the media wanted to remind us that he was going through this was it was mm-hmm. a single intruder. Wow. Okay. That was in the home. I believe somebody was in the car, but that came into the home. Mm-hmm. It was a single intruder. So oh, okay. 
I think she thin lined it. I think she I think she did it mm. to herself to shed enough negative light on LaShawn that he can evict her. If it comes out that, you know, she was lying, you know, they're still gonna investigate this, but you know, the truth is gonna come out. And once it does, you know, we're gonna see who's really gonna have that the, sucker look on that. Yeah, face. but then there was a side of me that okay, even if it comes out that LaShawn hired somebody to go in there and try to get this girl out of his house. How mad am I at that? Like, I've been trying to get you out of my house for a year. You yeah. won't leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, had to, I had to do something. You know what I'm saying? I had saying? to do something. Get out. Get out. <laughs> the NFL going to look into that, too, man. That's right. the other thing. They gonna, I bet you they're going to do something about uh, Sean, and, and they'll, they'll, give him, they'll give him some old bogus thing, or they probably won't give him nothing at all because he's not a cowboy fan. Yeah, but he's not he's not talking about it at all. He's just going about his life. And that's the other thing that she mm -hmm. said is a sign that points to the fact that he did it is he didn't call to check on her when he found out she was assaulted. Girl, I've been trying uh, to get you out of my house for a year. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Especially if, if he calls somebody to go over there, he's not gonna say she's gone. Right. But even if even if he yeah. didn't, even if it was like, oh my God, would you call? Would you call nah, the chick that kept all your jewelry? Because um, yeah, the way the way Lashawn, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to talk to him. Yeah, and the way Lashawn found out about it was the post on Instagram. So would you mm. see that post? Know yeah. you've been trying to get her out for a year, and then call and be like, "Hey, boo, no. are you okay?" <laughs> no. no, no. So before we get out of here, I just want to yeah. get your thoughts on how um, Kevin Love just resigned with the Cavs. Congratulations, Kevin Love. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him got the four-year deal. Yeah, he got bad. the four-year deal. He got the, what was $120 million. Um, congratulations. Mm -hmm. He's the only all-star left in the land. Um, that is mm. that is some weight to carry. Um, do you think Kevin Love yeah. can carry it? Uh, no. <laughs> he No, he cannot. No. And this, this is going to be my reason. And this is going to be my, I think, valid reason because um, now that LeBron James has left the land and went to L.A., the Lakers, uh, this team will now be the Minnesota Timberwolves of the Eastern Conference. Kevin Love, Kevin Love has that uh, aura, you know, he has that type of um, you know mentality and type of level of play where you're going to get what you're going to get out of him until he gets hurt. Mm, so mm -hmm. I mean. A lot of the a lot of players they have on the team, you know, they have good role players. Still got J.R. Smith, we got Rodney Hood, Clarkson, Larry Nance, you know, uh, still got Tristan Thompson. So they're gonna have that type of play of the Minnesota Timberwolves, but just on the Eastern Conference. Now Kevin Love is gonna take him as far as as he can go. And another addition that they did add to uh, the team was rookie Colin Sexton. So you know they have they have a little bit of drive there, but. Um, just be looking for the Minnesota Timberwolves of the Eastern Conference to be over there in Cleveland. Now, Kevin Love, he is deserving of that contract now. Mm -hmm. so I'm not saying that he's not. No, but um, but the way that LeBron, you know, is now no, no longer there, and then, you know, Dan Gilbert gets the bag, it's like, it's kind of like a slap in the face to LeBron, but then again, it's like, all right, you know, Dan Gilbert didn't, didn't like him anyway. So, right. you know, LeBron probably doesn't even, he can care less about it, but then, you know, he does want to tell Kevin Love, like, you know, probably congratulations, of course. So one one last yeah, thing, non-sports non related, though, and uh, I just want to see, Timmy, did you hear R. Kelly's new song? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 19 minutes long. I, yeah, I've, I've heard it. And you know what? Look, I'm just going to say this, man. 
R. Kelly can make some music. Right. <laughs> this dude got some hits. Like, he poured his heart out for right. 19 minutes, and 19. it was banging. And you didn't even feel like you wanted <laughs> to stop listening. Like, I looked up, and I was like, I, I listen to this whole... Listening. I was like, I'm like, man, R. Kelly still right. got hits. Right. Man, for 19- he got trapped in the closet 1 through 25. And I watched all 1 <laughs> through 25. <laughs> and, and it was banging. So, I mean, like, he... And he puts out this whole song about he admitting that everything that, you know, all the accusations, you know, he's kind of, you know, saying that, that he didn't, but he's kind of saying he admitted that he did do things with women. You know, but it's like, all right, we get it. You pouring your heart out. But man, if, if, if you don't, if, if it ain't a hit, it that is could a be hit. on the scene in the billboard. I'm saying it is a hit. <laughs> the only thing, the man, thing that I liked about it hard though, hard. was like he did, because some of that stuff in there, you know, especially dyslexia and stuff like that, you know, and yeah. one of the things Yeah, that saying that he admitted that he couldn't, he yeah. couldn't read and stuff like that. And, you mm-hmm. know, last year, this time last year, when I was kind of really getting into, okay, what do we need to, to do as a black community to really better? And I started looking at like um, crime rate statistics and imprisonment statistics. And mm-hmm. there's this weird statistic out there, which I still was like, that's really high. It's like 85% of minorities, um, Latino, and black minorities who are in prison have a learning disability. So when wow. you, that's a very high statistic, which means that at some point mm-hmm. in our schooling system, we're really leaving these kids who have these learning disabilities like dyslexia. Some of them even have like, you know, they're just high functioning autistic kind of thing. Um, and when you mm-hmm. look at that, it's like, wow, you know, for R. Kelly to be one of those kids who theoretically probably never received any kind of, help with this disability yeah. is putting been putting out these hits for like what 30 years that's that's 30, amazing over 30 over 30 i mean yeah about about, 20, about 31 years that's I think amazing you said on the song yeah that is amazing so mm-hmm. i don't know you know i've always said i'm not going to speak about cases that he's already that he's been tried in court for i was the same way with um greg hardy i don't have any opinions on right. things that you've gone through the legal process for um Right. As far as his his new allegations where they're saying, you know, he's holding these these I think the age range is 18 to I think 24. Yeah, like that. Something like that age like range. Sex cult or whatever. Yeah, that's a sex yeah. cult. Um that if he was if mm-hmm. he was white, it would be the Playboy Mansion. So I don't really have Definitely. you know an opinion on that yeah, either. Yeah. So I just think that Because because the, the same and he shouted out Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Feel however you want to about R. Kelly, but mm-hmm. get it, bruh. We like, still stepping. Like, we still stepping the still, name of yeah, love. I'm still in the end gonna of the play day. that song in my wedding. I'm still stepping in the name of love yeah. in my wedding. I don't care what you say. But, uh, <laughs> Timmy, tell everybody where they can find yeah. you. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Timmy B. Y'all leave me a comment, mention me, DM me, whatever you want. Ladies, DM me. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> y'all just leave me a comment. I'll holler back, y'all. Yeah, and again, follow me on yeah. all things social media at J Ray the Fanatic or online at jraythefanatic.com. This is our longest episode. Um yeah. and I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to leave it this long because I I feel like and I know people get upset, but I'm very very black. I try not to, you know, I try to make sure everybody knows that so when you come into the situation right. you're not like, "Damn, she's so bl-. Yes, I'm very black. Yeah. Um yeah. that that is first foremost it. and everything to me. Like I'll let every ounce of this sports thing go before I let what I feel we need to do as a people go. Like I will work 
for my people right. until the day that I die. That takes precedence for me. If that's an issue for you, then I'm not sorry. I just feel like I should tell mm-hmm. you. So, um, yeah, you, got, um, you, you know, got, but, might, might have to change channels. Yeah, you might need to. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with that because right. at the end of the I mean, day, if I, when I die, if I can take my last breath and know that some little black kid coming after me is not going to have to have some of these conversations, then I'm going to feel better, you know, and I'll feel like that, that I have purpose, but to, to just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, y'all, that's not the look. It's not the look and we got to do better. So just keep that in mind. Stay black, stay safe, and we'll see you next week.